It's time for this week's edition of the Virtual Bible Study. The Virtual Bible Study is a live, internet-only call-in program dedicated to the honest study and discussion of God's Word. Do you have a question about something in the Bible? Or are you simply interested in learning more about the Scriptures? If so, we hope you'll stay tuned tonight as we look into the pages of God's Word. The Virtual Bible Study is brought to you this time each week by the College View Church of Christ in Columbia, Tennessee. You can participate in the discussion tonight by calling 93 Three one three eight one four five six seven, or by emailing your questions or comments from collegeview.com. We hope you'll take out your Bibles and study along with us as we begin an exciting study of God's Word on this edition of the Virtual Bible Study. Welcome into the Virtual Bible Study tonight. We're glad you're a part of it. Uh, my name is Jacob Gwynn. My father, Greg Gwynn, is here. Hello, Dad. Hello, Jacob. Good to be with you on the Virtual Bible Study tonight. We're looking forward to an important discussion. We're looking forward to the discussion, and we're looking forward to you taking part and participating in the discussion. You can do so by calling us at 931-381-4567 or by emailing us questions at collegeview.com. Those are the ways you can participate in the program tonight. And we're looking forward to hearing from you. We're going to study the Bible tonight and consider what God has said for us in his word. We hope that you have your Bible out and you're ready to study. We want to talk about an important subject on the program tonight. We want to talk about television. If you're interested in living a life that's pleasing to God, no doubt you are concerned by the amount of immorality that you see portrayed on a regular basis on television. That's going to be the focus of our discussion tonight. We're going to talk about the immorality that is so rampant on television today and shortly Hopefully, we'll have a lawmaker from the state of Tennessee, Senator Doug Jackson. He's promoting a new law in the state of Tennessee, which would ban immorality, Dad, and obscenity on television. He specifically uh, is concerned about some of the Girls Gone Wild commercials, and this has become known as the Girls Gone Wild bill, where he wants to put fines on broadcasters who broadcast these types of obscenities on television, and there will be stiff fines, I think $50,000 for an offense. And uh, that's the law he's promoting. We'll talk to him hopefully here in just a few minutes. We're trying to get him hooked up now. Uh, but we'd like you to join in on the discussion. Again, 931-381-4567, questions at collegeview.com. Certainly you're concerned about the immorality you see on television today. Let us know your thoughts. Give us a call or send us an email. You know, Jacob, maybe just to start us off in this discussion to tell you how bad television is, uh, our friend Mike uh, here in Columbia sent a quote that he found on the Internet, and I thought this was really amazing. Anton LaVey, founder of the Church of Satan and author of the Satanic Bible in 1969, the Satanic Witch in 1970, the Satanic Rituals in 1972, this Anton LaVey guards his son against the influence of TV. When he was asked if he let his son watch TV, LaVey said no. He can when he's old enough if, if he goes into it warned. And so here's here's the uh, founder of the Church of Satan who won't let his son watch TV and says he'd only let him do it if he was old enough to know the dangers and was warned of them before he started watching. Here's why he might feel the way that he does. 75% of primetime television in the 1999 to 2000 season included sexual content. Uh, that's uh, from the Kaiser Family Foundation in 2001. Seventy-five percent of primetime television had sexual content. Twenty-three percent of couples in scenes with intercourse appeared to be ages 18 to 24. 
And the movies have an 87% likelihood of presenting sexual material. Uh, and an amazing statistics there about the immorality that's on television. We'd like to know your thoughts on it. 931-381-4567 or email us questions at collegeview.com. Jay, we've already got a couple of emails in that are along the, in the same vein. One's from our friend Randy up in Jackson, Missouri. Randy, we're glad you're uh, participating in the virtual Bible study. He says, why do we Christians get so upset about inappropriate TV shows? Why don't we just not watch them? It's not like we're being forced to watch TV. Uh, I think that's true. And a lot of what we're going to say tonight, Jacob, is going to be to encourage Christians not to watch the nasty things that are on TV. I mean, we definitely want to make that point. But at the same time, I think we also want to, when we can, uh, encourage uh, measures in our society that prevent us from the degrading influences of such immorality. And so I would agree with Randy's statement. Tell Christians just to not watch. Absolutely. But we should also be a a light in the world. We should serve as a salt, a preservative in in our culture. And so I think when we have opportunity to speak out and, and to encourage lawmakers and others to take steps toward decency, we ought to do that. I got another email from John in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. He says, uh, I can't tell you how much I hope the point of, he says, you wrote, we want to spend our time together tomorrow evening talking about the terrible influence of TV on spirituality. I cannot tell you how much I hope the point is stressed that TV is destroying our spirituality, and the best thing we can do is turn it off and keep it off. And and so I agree. We, we've got it. We've got to make decisions not to watch the trash that's on TV, and in our homes and with our families, that ought to be uh, you know a, a prime thing we're not going to let the tv show that stuff in our houses that's right but again uh, we're not going to watch it regardless of what's on there if it's uh, whatever immorality's on there we're not going to watch it but we have to be concerned that uh, the effects of it on our society and the immorality that's portrayed has an effect on our society 66 percent of children ages 10 to 16 surveyed uh, said that their peers are influenced by television shows 66 percent of kids that were interviewed believe that other kids are influenced by television shows. 62% of people surveyed say that sex on TV shows and movies influences kids to have sex when they're too young. And 77% say there's too much sex before marriage on television. So these things are influencing our society. And as Christians trying to stand up for what's right, we should oppose this type of immorality on display in our society. Jacob, you know, you can find all kinds of statistics about how much people are watching TV. Uh, you, you see estimates on the average person watching from six to seven, upwards of eight hours of TV per day, which is really shocking. If, if, if the average person watched seven hours of TV a day, that means that they'd be watching 49 hours a week. That means they'd be watching 2,548 hours a year in, in a 65-year-long lifetime. That would mean 18 years of your life would be spent watching TV. 18 out of 65 of your years would be spent watching TV. The only single thing we do more than watch TV on average as Americans is sleep which is kind of amazing. So it's really the number one activity of most people. The average American's number one time-consuming activity is watching TV. Now, there's a lot of implications about that, but one of them, I, I'm quoting here from Dick Rolfe, 
who's with an organization called the Dove Foundation. Uh, his organization tries to identify movies and videos that meet family standards. But he says when you spend that much time watching something, you have just developed new role models and a new window on life. And I think that's the destructive value of some television and movies. Viewers get the wrong impression and a distorted view of what life is really like. So I think that point is well taken. If we're watching that much TV, then we're beginning to think that what we're seeing on TV is the norm or the standard. I have a rather old quote from uh, George Gerbner, dean of the Annenberg School of Communications at the University of Pennsylvania, And he said, quote, if you can write a nation's stories, you needn't worry about who makes its laws. Today, television tells most of the stories to most of the people most of the time. Television is the most pervasive medium we have, and most people consider what they see on television as the norm, as the standard. And so people are allowing TV and those who produce the shows on TV to set the standards for us, to set the norms. It's it's how we regulate our lives. That's what average people do. And so we would be just going right along with the trend if we did as they do. And so that's that's really a part of the great danger of television. USA Today reported in March of 2000 that sexual content on primetime television has more than tripled in the past 10 years. And so that standard, Dad, as you have said, is creeping more and more away from what it should be and becoming more and more immoral. And that's obviously cause for alarm. What do you think about television and its effects on our society? What should be our response to it as Christians? The number to call is 931-381-4567. The email address to use is questions at collegeview.com. What are your positions on television? How do you regulate the television in your household? Let us know your thoughts on the virtual Bible study tonight. We're uh, hoping to get connected with Tennessee Senator Doug Jackson, promoting a new law in the state of Tennessee to put stiff fines on people who display obscenity on television. We hope to be talking with him in a few minutes. We want to talk with you as well. 931-381-4567, questions at collegeview.com. Jacob, there's uh, one of the things that we could talk about. I think there's a lot of implications of TV watching, but one of the things that we could talk about, uh, a thing that as Christians we need to be concerned about is if that time factor, you know, we're just talking about the time factor. If we are following the average, if we're watching seven, eight hours of TV a day, as Christians, that's got some pretty serious implications for us. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning verse 15 says, Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And so, you know, I think that passage suggests the idea of stewardship, that we are stewards of the time that we possess and that there to be our time is to be used in a prudent manner. And, uh, you know, we could just argue that watching that much TV is just not a prudent use of time. As Christians, I think we've got to be concerned just about the time factor, how much time is being wasted watching TV. Exactly right. We have uh, not much time here on the earth, not much time to do God's will. And we certainly don't want to be wasting it with television, especially when that television encourages us to live in ways that are immoral and would encourage us to be farther and farther away from God when our goal should be to get closer and closer to him. We could say simply, Jacob, that the time wasted watching TV just means time that you can't spend reading your Bible, praying to God, uh, visiting uh, uh, the sick, uh, 
spending time with our children and so forth. I saw one statistic that I thought was pretty alarming. And again, there's just tons of statistics out here, but um, it is estimated that parents spend 38.5 minutes in meaningful conversation with their kids. How often you think, Jacob? Once a week? Once a week. Uh-huh. 38.5 minutes in meaningful conversation with their kids per week, while the kid, the average kid watches 1,180 minutes of television uh, per week. And so that, that kind of tells you who's, who's going to be the greater influence on your kids. Uh, are, are you going to be or is the TV going to be? And there's some indication that parents are actually encouraging or or pushing their children toward more television viewing with the idea that it's sort of a, a built-in babysitter. And, and I think that's a huge mistake. Maybe we get some of our listeners to comment about that. Certainly so. What do you think? You know, Dad, one thing that uh, that I see as a concern, and uh, I don't have any kids, so I can't, uh, I, I'm not the authority on it, but, you know, we've got these portable DVD players in our vehicles now. We put them behind our seat and we put them right in front of our kids as we're going down the road. They've got to have something to do, we say. But what are we putting in front of their faces? Are we sure that they're not being taught things that are not in accordance with God's will? Something to think about. You know, we have to be entertained all the time, it seems, in our society. If we don't have something in front of our faces, uh, we just don't know what to do with ourselves. And the same is true for our children. We've got to be careful about that. The number to call is 931-381-4567. The email address to use is questions at collegeview.com. Let us know your thoughts as we talk about the immorality we see portrayed on television today. How should we respond to it as Christians? Jacob, you know, there's an interesting statement in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verses 6 and 7. Moses was given some final instructions to the children of Israel, and he said, These words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Now, just think about that a minute. Moses said, The words of God, the, the words of God's law, you should, you should talk about them when you're sitting in your house. Well, when we're sitting in our house, we're watching TV instead of talking about the Word of God. He says, you should be talking about the Word of God when you walk by the way. Well, we don't do much walking, but we ride in the car, and you say, we've got our TVs and DVDs to watch in the car. When you lie down, what's the last thing most people do before they lie down? they got to see the evening news, maybe the late show. Uh, and, and then when you rise up, you ought, Moses said you ought to be talking about the Word of God. When you rise up, what do we have to do? Well, we have to see Good Morning America Today show, catch the morning news and weather. So it's interesting to me that at every juncture where Moses said we ought to be discussing the word of God, teaching them, teaching it diligently to our children. Instead, very often we're watching TV at the times Moses said you ought to be meditating on the word of God. And now you bring up something totally different than the immorality on television. We have just so much stuff filling our head. Maybe it's decent if it stuff. Was all, if it was all good stuff, but if you're watching seven and eight hours of it a day, it's going to have a damaging effect even if it was all good stuff. We're not dwelling on God's will, and we're not thinking about his word, and not dwelling upon heaven. We're dwelling upon the things of this earth, and those certainly can have a damaging effect on our spirituality. We want to know what you think about television and the immorality on it today. Give us a call at 931-381-4567, questions at collegeview.com. We're still trying to get Senator Doug Jackson on the phone with us. Hopefully he'll be joining us before long. But certainly a time for you to jump in on the discussion tonight. Let us know your thoughts. We'll take a short break, and we'll continue the discussion right after this.
You won't want to miss what we talk about next. The discussion continues right after these important messages. I'm Greg Gwynn, a host of the Virtual Bible Study. Thanks for joining us for tonight's program. The Virtual Bible Study is presented weekly by the College View Church of Christ in Columbia, Tennessee. Each week on the Virtual Bible Study, we simply engage in the study of God's Word in an effort to better understand it, better understand how God views us, and better understand what He wants from us in our lives. We're not studying any creeds. We're not studying any books written by men. We're just studying the Bible. And we're trying to study the Bible alone without any of our opinions or wisdom mixed in. We're only interested in what our Creator has revealed to us in his word. We realize that we're fallible and cannot direct our own steps. As a result, what we think or feel doesn't really matter. All that matters is what God has said. So that's what the virtual Bible study is all about. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Thanks again for joining us tonight, and we hope you'll make plans to join us every Thursday night for the virtual Bible study. I'm Troy Smith, and now I'm 13 years old. I'm Mike Smith. I'm Troy's dad, and we love to listen to the virtual Bible study every Thursday night. Broadcasting around the world with truth that are out of this world. The Virtual Bible Study. Take it away, guys. Welcome back to the Virtual Bible Study tonight. We're glad you're a part of it as we talk about the influences of television on our society. It's alarming when we think about the influences on the children in our society, Dad. An estimated number of homes with television in America 1.9 1.9 million or 109.6 million homes in in America have televisions. Here's a statistics on how how long, many hours children spend watching television each day. Four hours a day for an average child. Maybe a little bit different. Some of the numbers you had over there, Dad, but maybe just a different report. Four hours a day in this report of children watching television per day. Children spend more time watching television than any other activity, excluding sleep. So any other activity besides sleep. Children are doing more of it and watching television more than any other activity. 54% of children have televisions in their bedrooms. That's an alarming fact, Dad. 54%. That needs to be fixed immediately. 54% of children have TVs in their bedrooms. And here's an, another alarming statistic. 44% of kids say they watch something different when they're alone than when they're with their parents. 44% of the children watching, watching something different when they're alone and when they're with their parents, and of those 44%, 25% choose MTV wow. when they're not with their parents. Certainly alarming statistics. Listen to this, Jacob. One-third of America's youngest children, babies through age six, live in homes where the television is on almost all the time. Get this now. The American Academy of Pediatrics advises against any TV watching at that age. And so... Uh, a third of American children in our homes where the TV is on continuously, whereas uh, professionals say they shouldn't be watching any at all at that age. And so that, that tells you the, the pervasive influence of television. What do you think? Let us know. 931-381-4567. Questions at collegeview.com. We are told to maintain purity and to not allow this world to influence us for evil. So we want to know from you, what's your approach? How do you handle television so that you do not allow it to influence you for evil? That's what I was going to ask, Jacob. Get some of our listeners to email us or give us a phone call. How do you control this influence in your house? You know, uh, I hope we can still get to Senator Jackson. It may be that we know the Tennessee State Legislature is in session this week, and so he may be tied up in legislative session. But, you know, legislation such as is efforts to try and regulate decency on TV. I think we should be all for it. I think we should be all over that. But, you know, chances are that that legislation or any other like it's going to have limited effect. And TV's bad and getting worse. That's the trend, and that's the trend that's going to continue. 
So we've got to have control of it in our own homes. You know, it, it, no matter what happens elsewhere, the place where we can be successful in controlling what is seen is in our own home, and that's where we need to really put our emphasis. Exactly right. We've got to make sure that we're controlling it in our home. Again, we want to know from you, how do you control the influence of television in your home, in your family, in your life? How do you make sure that television won't affect you negatively? Dad, one way that television can affect us negatively, you know, we focus on the immorality. One other area where it can affect us negatively is in the area of materialism. Part of television programming that we see, a large portion of that is commercial in nature, trying to convince us that we need more stuff in our life. And stuff is always portrayed as a positive thing. It will make you happy. It will bring fulfillment in your life. And if we watch television and the number of hours that you've mentioned per week, per day, for watching this much television, seeing all of these ads, certainly that can begin to influence us to begin to think that we need more stuff in our lives. Exactly right. Uh, uh, I was again. Statistics are all over the place, but uh, one estimate was that children view upwards of 20,000 commercials per year aimed at them. And uh, there's even been some attention paid to this in Washington by legislators trying to control how those commercials are targeting children, especially with uh, uh, sugary. Uh, Foods and uh, fat content and all they're worried about their physical health relative to the things that are being pushed at them by uh, the TV commercials. But just material objects. You know, I think probably every parent's had the experience of their kids seeing some new toy advertised on TV and then them just having a fit until the parent gives in and lets them have that toy. But really what it's teaching us, Jacob, there's a huge element of materialism on tv it's teaching us to have a materialistic view of life that happiness comes from things that you have money that you can spend you know if you think about game shows they are all about you know something for nothing if you think of most of the uh, drama type television shows it's it shows beautiful people in glamorous settings it just teaches materialism and jesus of course warned against that in luke 12 verse 15 jesus said take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of things which he possesseth. And so we need to beware of covetousness and materialism. Uh, Jesus taught us that message, and we certainly need to heed it. Television is trying to influence us in the opposite direction. Exactly it is, and we've got to be careful about materialism. It can cause us great uh, harm in our spiritual life. First Timothy chapter 6, beginning of verse 6, But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. We see here, Dad, in First Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 9, that if we were to adopt this method of, of our, in our lives, if we were to look at material things like this verse prescribes, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 9, we brought nothing into this world, we can carry nothing out, you know, having fruit and raiment, let us therewith be content. If we were to adopt that uh, approach in, in our society, advertisers would go out of business, there'd be nothing to advertise, uh, because they're telling us just the opposite. Exactly right. Uh, so, you know, you know, I think a lot of people would never even maybe recognize that spiritual danger 
that's associated with TV, but it's, it's certainly a real thing and <clears throat> something to be concerned about. Jacob, I'll tell you another thing that's uh, concerning, and that is the bad language that you hear on TV. I mean, it's all over the place. Uh, you know, you don't have to turn TV on for very long at all to hear <coughs> some obscenity, uh, hear a curse word, hear God's name taken in vain just all the time. You know, I, I think the thing that's amazing is that people have grown callous to that. As they have grown callous to other things they're seeing on TV, I remember the first time that my dad heard what he thought was a cuss word uttered on TV. He jumped up from his chair and went to the telephone and called the local TV station to to register his complaint that that was going out over the airwaves. Now we hear it and don't even react. That's certainly so. We are so desensitized that uh, we don't think these things are necessarily any cause for alarm. That's just the way things are, and there's nothing that we can do about it. Maybe the evil influence of the television that we're watching has changed us and changed our thinking away from what God would have us thinking in line with what the world is thinking. Jacob, Jesus said in Matthew 12:36 and 37, Every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. <clears throat> that being the case, we need to be really careful about our language. Where TV is teaching us to use bad language, and we ought to we ought to be aware of that and be careful. The number to call is nine three one three eight one four five six seven. The phone line is open. The email address to use is questions at collegeview dot com. Your email will go through as well. Questions at collegeview.com or 931-381-4567. We'd like to hear from you as we talk about television on the virtual Bible study tonight. Uh, We're getting an email message here, Jacob, from uh, Anthony in Columbia. He says, no doubt immorality on television is rampant and very disturbing. However, as a parent, I've noticed another troubling trend in children's programming. So often the children's characters in cartoons are pitted against the parent figures. They're rude to the parents, lie to the parents, and try everything to subvert their authority. I find this very troubling. Children watching children behave this way on television leads directly to the same behaviors toward their real-life parents and other authority figures such as teachers. I think parents need to be very cautious of this kind of portrayal of children and teenagers on television. Uh, of course, the best thing to do would be never to introduce a child to television. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you for that comment. I think that's exactly right, and I believe that's a, a, a point that parents need to be aware of. I, uh, you don't have to you don't have to watch very much TV to see exactly the kind of thing that Anthony's talking about there. In almost every case where a parent-child relationship is is depicted, you've got the the role model, the child role model that your child is going to be watching. That child role model is going to be disrespectful to parents. And so then our kids learn that that must be what you do. That's the normal thing to do. That's the way you should act toward your parents or toward your teachers. And so I think Anthony's observation is right on. Thank you, Anthony, for that comment. Excellent comment, and we appreciate you listening to the virtual Bible study tonight. We've got to be careful of that. You know, what we're doing is we're allowing the world to present things to us, images, concepts to us. And if we're not active and we're not guarding ourselves, we can buy into all of the different uh, things that they're presenting, like the children who are disrespectful. We can buy into that. Our children can buy into that. And we'll be led astray if we allow the world's thinking to influence ours. The number to call is 931-381-4567. The email address to use, questions at collegeview.com. You know, if you think this is really not a big issue, I would challenge you to do your own survey. We've been quoting a number of surveys here. Uh, and, uh, and, again, there's just a... Just a 
a, a raft of information out there, uh, surveys that have been taken about television. But if you don't think that these surveys are accurate or necessarily represent what's happening in your own home, then do your own survey. For instance, we were just talking, Jacob, about the bad language that you hear on TV. Maybe some of our listeners would be challenged to just take a pad and a pencil and you pick the shows you want to watch, but what if one evening, every time you hear a curse word, a profanity, God's name taken in vain, just just make a, a check mark on your on your paper, and I think you'll be shocked at the end of the evening how many times you've marked your paper because it's happening, and people, even Christians, have grown callous to it, and it's and, and that just wears us down. We're talking about the the degrading influence of television on. Our spirituality, on the morality of our culture, it's its real. And anybody who doesn't think so has just got their head in the sand. Well, you know, it is. This is serious stuff. How we view sin is serious. If we do not view sin as sin, if we're not repulsed by sin, we're not thinking like God wants us to think. And so we have to be careful that we do not adopt the world's style of thinking in our everyday lives. We're going to take a break, and while we're away at the break, why not take this time to send us an email to questions at collegeu.com or jump on the phones, 931-381-4567. Yeah, we'd especially like to hear from you all about how you're controlling the influence of TV in your own home. That's the that's the main place. We already had a couple of emails from folks who said Christians just need to not watch so what 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 measures are you taking in your household to keep it from keep yourself and your children from being exposed to this sort of thing? Let us know. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back right after this. Have you checked out all of the resources on collegeview.com lately? Check it out now while you listen to these important messages. The virtual Bible study will be right back after this. Tonight on Channel 8 WSIN, it's TV like you've never seen it before. Starting at 8, it's TV's funniest new comedy, Fornication in the City, and Marie has been misbehaving again. Guess what? I just cheated on my husband. He doesn't even know about it. (laughs) And then at 8.30, it's the show that's setting the standard. You won't want to miss this week's I Love This World, where Bob makes a great announcement. Well, I think it's time you knew the truth. I'm gay. (laughs) And at 9 o'clock, it's the show that Television Magazine has called the number one drama for murder and violence. You won't want to miss this week's In Cold Blood to see who will be the next to be gunned down. It all starts tonight at 8 o'clock on Channel 8 WSIN. I'm Greg Gwynn reminding you that sin is a terrible thing and that those who are entertained by watching others sin fall under the condemnation of God that is mentioned in Romans 128. Be careful what you watch on television because in spite of what the devil wants you to think, sin is always sin and it's never funny. Hello, my name's Jeffrey Vernon. I'm 13 and this is the Virtual Bible Study. Missed a recent virtual Bible study program? Listen to any of our past programs from the archive section of our website. Now, back to the virtual Bible study. Welcome back to the virtual Bible study tonight. Again, we're glad that you joined us. The virtual Bible study is brought to you by the College View Church of Christ in Columbia, Tennessee. If you're in the Columbia, Tennessee area, we encourage you to worship with the College View Church of Christ at your earliest convenience to find out what it is that we're all about. We meet on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. for a period of Bible study with classes for all ages, followed by a period of worship at 10.30 and then on Sunday evenings at 6 p.m. for another period of worship. 
On Wednesday evening, we have a period of Bible study with classes for all ages beginning at 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. You're welcome at any of these services. We hope you'll come and visit with us soon. If you're outside the Columbia, Tennessee area and you have questions about what we're all about, what we believe, what we stand for, send us an email anytime to questions at collegeu.com or call us at 931-381-4567. Jacob, um, you know, we have been talking about some of the evil influences of television, time spent and wasted, uh, materialism being taught, bad languages uh, uh, being heard constantly. So a lot of bad things about TV, and we want to get our listeners uh, involved in talking about some of the things they see as dangers there. But I think we finally hooked up with Senator Doug Jackson. We do. We have Doug Jackson on the phone. Hello, Doug. Thank you for joining us tonight in the Virtual Bible Study. Good evening. It's my pleasure. We uh, are interested in your bill that you have uh, in the Tennessee legislature now. Uh, It's become known as the Girls Gone Wild bill. Tell us a little bit about the bill that you're proposing. Yes, sir. We have an obscenity statute in Tennessee, and um, uh, now in Tennessee it is illegal to uh, manufacture and produce and distribute obscenity. Obscenity is not protected by the First Amendment. It never has been. And uh, unfortunately, what is not illegal in Tennessee is advertisement of obscenity. And what we are attempting to do this session is to amend the obscenity statute to make it also a crime, not just to manufacture and distribute an illegal product uh, obscenity, but also to advertise that product. And what that does is it exposes cable companies and satellite companies in this chain of liability, and right now they're taking dollars from the sale of an illegal product and profiting from it. They run these ads like Girls Gone Wild uh, in our living rooms, and these are advertisements. There's no literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. Uh, The product being sold is obscenity. Uh, District attorneys provided us the tape, and I think that any jury in the state of Tennessee will say that it is patently offensive, that it uh, demonstrates uh, ultimate sexual acts, and that it satisfies all of the tier of tests that we have in our obscenity statute. That being the case, uh, it is my hope that we can amend our statute to expose also the cable companies and satellite companies that accept this advertisement for money and uh, put them in the chain of liability and then have a district attorney present the tape to a grand jury. Uh, Senator Jackson, I know that you've been getting a good bit of coverage in the media concerning this legislation, uh, and I think quite a bit of it has been negative. Uh, people saying that, you know, you're infringing upon the First Amendment rights of citizens. In your considered opinion, do you think our founding fathers uh, ever suggested, or, or had in mind at least, the idea of protecting this sort of vulgarity? Well, uh, obviously not, but let's um, look at it this way. I, I, I cannot begin to tell you how many emails and letters and phone calls I've received since this story hit all across this country because this story's been carried nationally. And the overwhelming, overwhelming response from the public has been, thank you, finally, somebody is trying to address this. You all recall Patrick Daniel Moynihan. He was a very well-known ambassador to the United Nations. He was the United States Senator in New York, very distinguished gentleman. He wrote a thesis in the 1990s, and it's called Defining Deviancy Down. 
And that thesis has become uh, uh, widely used and debated at universities even today. The theory of that thesis is that communities and families are being so bombarded with violence and obscenity that the only way they can cope with this is by defining downward the definition of deviancy. What was deviant last year may not be deviant next year because society to cope with this has to lower the standard. That's what's taking place. We're being so bombarded. This stuff is coming right into our living rooms that we're being forced to accept it and, and we're being desensitized to something that only a few years ago would have been shocking and unacceptable. Senator this Jackson, is, you're, you're a family man. Is, uh, has, has your own family experience uh, sort of motivated you to take up this cause? Oh, well, uh, actually, yes. And, uh, you know, a, a mother at a soccer field made a plea, and I was explaining, you know, how challenging these efforts are in trying to address obscenity. But I finally just decided, let's let's just be creative and let's be aggressive and see what we can do. Well, we really because, because uh, point something out real quick if you have a second. Sure. We can all go back through the evolution of television and point at very significant moments in time that that uh, are landmark and, and indicate some sort of an evolution in entertainment. And we can all go back to the days that Ricky and Lucy and they had the separate beds in the bedroom and the like. Well, now, for the very first time, obscenity, pornography, is being advertised in your home, in your living room, in a simple advertisement. And these ads are on your basic cable package. The reason they're on the basic cable package is because the advertisers can charge more when the advertisement goes to every single home. They are not segregated on a premium adult channel. They want, they want this ad in your living room so they can charge more money, and it's all about the money. And the purveyor of, of obscenity in California that's making uh, Girls Gone Wild tapes last year made $40 million. Now he wants to take his annual profits and develop a Girls Gone Wild line of children's clothing, children's a gir Girls Gone Wild line of restaurants. Even a cruise line is being planned. That's you amazing. Know, why allow that kind of individual to make these profits, and why allow cable companies to profit handsomely by selling advertisement to these ads that come into our home? This is pushback is what this is. It's an effort to say enough is enough. Well, we really commend you for your efforts. I, I saw some statistics from the Pew Research Center that said 75% of adults polled in a recent survey would like to see high, uh, tighter enforcement of government rules on broadcast content, particularly when children are most likely to be watching. 60% want broadcast TV indecency standards extended to cable TV, and 69% want higher fines for media companies. You know, it, it, the, the popular opinion is that we need stricter enforcement. Why, you know, why are our politicians and legislators, why are they not on board with you on this? I mean, it's well, obviously a popular thing. We're going to put this to the test. And uh, the lobbyists are lined up knee-deep, ready to kill this bill, and it's going to be presented this week. This past week, we presented uh, the subject to the committee for the first time, and we're going to ask for a vote next week. But it's sort of interesting because I put up on the screen for the committee to see just still pictures, slides of the commercials, nothing but the commercials. And I took very subdued pictures, and I mean nothing extremely racy like you see some on the ads. 
and uh, Channel 4 News, which is broadcast television, which is different than cable. Broadcast is regulated as to content. Cable is not. But Channel 4 News took a uh, film of what was being shown on the screen, and that night on the news they had to blur what was on the screen. And they pointed out that while I was showing that to the committee, the FCC would not allow them to put that kind of content even on the 6 o'clock news of Channel 4 in Nashville. Yeah. So there is regulation as to broadcast. Now, it may need to be tightened up, and I certainly don't disagree with that. I mean, it's getting sex in the city and everything else. It's getting crazy. But, you know, families are just frustrated, and you're trying to raise your children. You want to sit in the living room at night and watch television. And in the middle of watching uh, Coming to America or some movie that you think is acceptable for your kids, bam, you're assaulted by an advertisement. A V-chip won't screen it, and you don't know that it's coming. And it's not right. And the only reason this is going on is because we're being quiet. The cable companies can make profit, and they're constantly testing this fence. How far can they push communities and families? And unless they get pushback, unless there's loud objection, they're going to continue to do this because they're making a handsome profit from the sale of this advertisement. Well, it, it seems like the bottom line is always money, doesn't it? It is all the money, and this is a lot of money. And the cable companies are now saying, well, you know, we're not responsible because content providers sell us. They provide what is actually being shown. We just provide the coax cable. So they're saying we're not responsible. It's the content providers, and uh, we're into that finger pointing. The reality is cable companies have the ability to screen whatever comes up and uh, and to control what the uh, viewing audience is seeing. Senator, but I'm hopeful this is going to be successful, and if it is, and, and, and if, if we get some indictments in Tennessee and we put this to the test, I would expect lawmakers all across the country would replicate this. That's great. We really appreciate mm-hmm. you taking the initiative. Senator Jackson, how, would, how do we go about supporting these types of bills? Uh, we're obviously in support. How do we express that support? How, do we, uh, how are we supportive of that? Let me say this. Typically, a, a lawmaker, unless they're in the middle of a bill just, just like this one we're talking about, they, believe it or not, they, they're not overcome with emails and letters. And on a given issue, if they get 20 or 30 emails, you know, that's, they raise their eyebrows. They go, wow, something's going on here. So I would hope that uh, everyone would contact lawmakers, and particularly their own lawmakers, and let them know very early in the correspondence, I'm your constituent and I'm watching. But they need to support the bill. Instead of sitting in rooms with the lobbyists figuring out how can we attack this without being defeated at the polls, uh, we need to encourage them to be proactive and actually get in and fight for the bill. Certainly for all of our listeners in uh, Tennessee, if you don't know who your legislators are, get on the website and find them. Uh, That's easy enough, www.legislature.state.tn.us. You can find out who your legislator is and send them an email. Their email addresses will be listed there. Send them an email and and show your support for this kind of legislation. Uh, Senator Jackson, you know, polls say that greater than 75% of America would identify themselves as being Christian. Certainly it seems like we ought to be able to have some say in uh, some of the profanity and obscenity that's on television today. You know, getting back to Daniel Patrick Moynihan, and you know, he, he, he points out in his thesis of, of how pornographers will always run behind the shield of the First Amendment, um, and, and it's really a shame how that has been distorted and how it has uh, uh, been perverted into something that I don't think the First Amendment was intended to be. I'm not, to be honest with you, you know, you'll see it advertised or not advertised, but written about this bill. 
that I'm trying to ban Girls Gone Wild. Let's be real clear. I'd love to see them banned, but that's not what this bill does. All this bill does is make it illegal for someone to advertise that product. And then we're going to fire up the district attorney general's conference, and we're going to have their product presented to a grand jury. Now, it's not Doug Jackson that's going to do the banning. It is obscenity. What is obscene is determined by contemporary community standards. Each community decides that standard. Each judicial district is defined as a community, and we have 31 judicial districts in Tennessee. What's going on today is we have a pornographer in Santa Monica, California, making Girls Gone Wild tapes, and they are establishing our standards of decency here in Tennessee. He is d defining down deviancy in Tennessee for us. And unless we get district attorneys serious about obscenity, not just armed robbery, but also obscenity, and start enforcing our community standards, then our standards will continue to be lowered. But the day will come that there's going to be citizens, ordinary working people, sitting in a grand jury room, and they're going to make a determination whether there's probable cause that this is obscenity. And that's an important moment in time, and that's going to be the real opportunity for Tennesseans to push back and say enough is enough. Sen Not Doug Jackson is going to do the banning. It's going to be citizens. D uh, Senator Jackson, we appreciate you taking time to talk with us. We appreciate your initiative with this legislation in the Senate, and uh, we certainly hope that you're successful and hope that you'll continue to push this cause, and we certainly want to encourage those who are listening to uh, get on the Internet, send an email to your legislator, and support this legislation. Senator Jackson, we're praying for you on a regular basis. The Bible tells us to do that. We appreciate you for taking this stand. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night. The number to call is 931-381-4567. That's Tennessee State Senator Doug Jackson on his new bill. Uh, By the way, Doug Jackson's district is in Dixon, Giles, Hickman, Humphreys, Lawrence, and Lewis counties in Tennessee. Send him an email. Let him know that you appreciate him being on the virtual Bible study tonight. Send us an email. Let us know your thoughts. 931-381-4567. Questions at collegeview.com. You know, Dad, that uh, does get you motivated to want to take a stand and uh, you know, I, support I, I think one of the things is really eye-opening to me. He said, you know, if, if 30 people send a, uh, an email to one of their state legislators over some topic like this, that gets their attention. You know, I, I probably was of the opinion, as he described it, you know, uh, they just they don't even look at their mail. They get so much mail they can't even handle it all. But he, he implies that that's not the case and that we can have an influence. Uh, by sending a simple email. you have any thoughts about what we've said so far, let us know. 931-381-4567. Questions at collegeu.com. We're going to take a last break. Jump on right now. Let us know your thoughts. Stay tuned. The Virtual Bible Study continues right after this. Don't touch that mouse. The Virtual Bible Study will be back right after this. I'm Tom Goodall, a member of College View Church of Christ. Do you have a question about what has been said on the virtual Bible study tonight? Perhaps you disagree with something that was said, or would just like more information about what you've heard. If so, we'd love to hear from you. Please contact us with any questions or comments that you might have. Email us at questions at collegeview.com, and we can discuss any of your questions or comments with you privately or over email. Or if you would like to speak with someone in person, call us at 931 381 Four, five, six, seven. Our promise to you is that we'll do our very best to give you a Bible answer for anything that we do or teach, and that we'll do so in a loving manner. So if you have any questions or comments about our program tonight or any Bible subject, email us at questions at collegeview.com or call 931-381-4567. Thanks for listening to tonight's virtual Bible study, and we hope to hear from you soon.
I'm James Buchanan from Columbia, Tennessee, and I love to listen to the virtual Bible study. We're waiting to hear from you. Call in right now and join in on the virtual Bible study. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the virtual Bible study tonight. We're glad you're a part of it, and we hope you'll make the virtual Bible study a part of your night every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central. Dad, we really appreciate, again, Senator Jackson for joining us tonight and uh, really some eye-opening things that uh, he had to say there. Yeah, I think that is important, and I, th- I do think, you know, we get, I've, get, I get, I've been getting several emails. i got another one here from Keith in Lynchburg, Tennessee. He says, I'd like to make a comment about tonight's subject. Most cable boxes and satellite dish receivers have a V-chip. Why wouldn't everyone that's concerned about what our children and we ourselves are watching activate the chip? so that only pre-screened material reaches your eyes and ears. The only other thing we can do is just cut it off. Well, I think Keith is exactly right. For us, we need to cut it off, not watch that filth. But but what we're saying, too, in in uh, response to Senator Doug Jackson's legislation is, we we should serve as salt. You know, Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter five, verses thirteen through sixteen, that we are light and salt in the present world, and the, and the and the work of salt is as a preservative. And so, when we can exercise our influence to try and keep not only ourselves from watching this filth, but also keep it off of the airways, so it's not continually degrading the morals of our culture then I think we've, we've got to be concerned about that, too. So I, I've gotten several emails of this tone, and I think what some are overlooking is that we have a job to do. Our job is to take a stand for morality in our in our society. And Cer- we can't just say, well, they're doing it, but I'm not, and so just go on. Certainly Keith is not wrong by saying we need to limit our exposure to it. But also we need to take another approach, I think, Dad, as you're mentioning, and we need to stand up for uh, the fact that that's wrong, and we need to try and get our society turned in the other direction. I've got an email from uh, a loyal listener here in Columbia, Tennessee, who says, I was just recently approached about watching TV for a certain ratings company. They offered me money to do it and more money for every month I was a part of it. When they called, I told their representative I didn't have cable, didn't get any networks in my home. They still sent me a packet of info. I called them, told them I do not get any channels on my TV. The woman was amazed. She had someone else call me and ask me about it, and he could not believe that my family doesn't receive any channels. We do watch some things, but we have control over it. Brethren, it's time we become different from the world. Thank you for that email tonight, and certainly good uh, recommendations there. We need to be limiting our exposure to the evil that's on television. Uh, We got an email from Mike in Middle Tennessee. And he he uh, references USA, USA Today newspaper in the life section, the rating system. And, uh, you know, a lot of people may not know what all these ratings. You know, if you watch TV, you see these things pop up in the corner of the screen from time to time. Uh, uh, and he gives the listing. But here's some of the ones that we ought to be concerned with. TV PG, parental guidance suggested, TV 14. Now, get this, TV-14, inappropriate for children under 14, TV-MA, mature audiences, uh, F-V stands for fantasy violence, V for violence, S for sexual situation, L for coarse language, D for suggestive dialogue. Uh, Mike goes on to say, it's sad that television shows must be rated based upon their content, I have television in my home, and I do not watch it as much as I used to. I agree that television programming should be regulated much more than it is now. Mike, we appreciate your comments. Thanks for listening tonight. You know, uh, we think about the fact, well, children couldn't handle that, but I can. 
certainly we uh, should be careful about uh, what we view. We should be as little children, Matthew 18, verse 3. We're to be converted and become as little children, uh, Jesus said. And so if it's not suitable for a child under age 14, it's not suitable for us. And we need to keep that in mind. Jake, we got another email from Don who says, we agree that TV needs to be cleaned up. This is from Donna and Gail. We agree that TV needs to be cleaned up, but when parents allow their kids' unsupervised use of their own TVs in their own rooms, they really have no right to complain. I, I would say amen to that. You know, if you're going to let your kids make their own decisions about what they're watching on TV, then you're going to, you, you can just be guaranteed that they're going to be watching the wrong stuff. And if they do, then you are responsible as a parent for letting that happen. He goes on to say, what concerns us more than television is when innocent people are exposed to pornography in public places. And then he mentions some statues on Music Square in the roundabout in Nashville. I don't know how many of our listeners will be <clears throat> be aware of that in Nashville. Uh, there, there's some vulgar artwork in public display in the Music Square roundabout in Nashville. And, uh, and Don and Gail say, we're hoping to ask the senator if he knows of any efforts to have this pornographic art removed and why is it even there in the first place. And of course, that's not the scope of his legislation, but I think that's a, just another indication of, of where we're going and, and how bad our culture is becoming, and, and it is disgusting. Don and Gail, thanks for listening tonight. Appreciate you listening, Don and Gail. Good to hear from you. 931-381-4567. Questions at collegeu.com are the ways you can participate in the program tonight. As we talk about television and its evil influence on our society, plenty of time to take your comments via the phone or via e- email. We hope you'll join in on the discussion tonight. Uh, Dad, do you know the, the evil is all over the place? We've talked about materialism. We've talked about immorality. We could go on and on. You know, we might we might need to comment, Jacob, about the violence. Uh, you know, a lot of people think that violence is not a, a thing to worry about, but it does have a bad influence on us. I, I got a uh, – this is a rather old – uh, survey done by TV Guide. They commissioned uh, a fellow to to study one day of television, 180 hours of programming on 10 channels. Get this. Think think of the volume of violence that was aired. Now, in other words, what this guy did is try to survey all the channels that were on. So he what you couldn't see this much yourself because you couldn't watch 10 channels at a time. But there were 1,846 individual acts of violence. 175 scenes resulting in one or more fatalities, 389 scenes depicting serious assaults, 362 scenes involving gunplay, 673 depictions of punching, pushing, shoving, dragging, other physically hostile acts, uh, 226 scenes of menacing threats with a weapon. That's pretty amazing. You know, he just mentions there uh, 175 scenes resulting in one or more fatalities. You know, how many times would the average person, if it were not for television or the media, how many times would the average person see a violent murder in their lifetime? Never. Typically never. Have you ever seen us? I challenge any of those who are listening. Has any of you ever seen someone shot down with a gun in, in real life, in person? No, no, we've not seen it. Have you ever seen on TV? Yeah, hundreds, thousands of times. And so just think at that level of what we're exposed to that we would not be exposed to if we weren't watching TV. Yeah, you know, you think about that and how it can affect us. There was a story that was out last week. Reuters, uh, Reuters put out uh, the story. I heard it on National Public Radio as well. Uh, some uh, 
human rights activists are concerned about the violence that be, is portrayed on television. Uh, they say that that violence is influencing our soldiers in their interrogation of terrorists. They're concerned about the television show 24, and uh, I know that's a very popular show. They believe that show, the number of violent scenes that are on that show, apparently it's very intense. I've not seen the, the program, but apparently it's very intense in the violence that it portrays and the interrogation that it portrays of detainees. They say that that is influencing our soldiers, and our soldiers have even admitted, Dad, that watching that television program and watching other violence on television has caused them to behave violently towards uh, their detainees, and so we see that the violence that is portrayed in, on television does come out in real life, and if that can happen to our soldiers, certainly it can happen to us. That can influence our thinking, and uh, maybe we won't act on those violent uh, scenes that we see in television, but maybe we'll think those thoughts, we'll think violent thoughts. Certainly, television can influence us. It's influencing our soldiers, and it can influence us as well. Yeah, I, th I think it's a mistake for someone to say, well, it's just violence. You know, I've, I've heard people justify watching R-rated movies at the theaters or bringing them home from the rental place and say, well, it's R-rated, but it's just because of the violence. Well, if it's R-rated because of the violence, then then people who are not even godly people have rated that movie and said it's not fit to be watched it has a damaging influence. It should be rated R. And, again, that's not coming from a religious standpoint. And so for, if they tell us, you know, if they're going to tell us that the movie shouldn't be watched, then we ought to be wise enough to not watch it. It's just violence. Compare that with Proverbs chapter 6, verse seven or verse 16, beginning. Proverbs six sixteen. These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. Heart devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he is that soweth discord among brethren. One of the things that God hates, Dad, is he that sheds innocent blood, violence, those types of activities that we see portrayed on television, and we enjoy watching them. God hates those kind of things. A lot of the other things that are mentioned in that list, Dad, would be things that God hates. A lying tongue, we see that all over television. We see a heart that devises wicked imaginations all over television. We see uh, all types of immoral activities, things that God would hate, and we say it's a pretty good show. Not too bad. Just you, violence. Just a little violence. We've got a follow-up uh, email from Keith in Lynchburg. He says, I agree, we are the salt world, and I most certainly will contact my representative and tell him that this is not what I want my family to watch during the commercials or the programs. Thanks for everything you do. So Keith agrees, and I, I think I, I hope that a number of our listeners, at least all who are listening in Tennessee, let me give that website again. It's pretty easy. If you don't know, and I probably think a lot of people probably don't know uh, who their state senator or state representative, House representative is, but you can go to www.legislature.state.tn.us, and you can find out who your representative is and send them an email. That's for our listeners in Tennessee. If you're outside of the state of Tennessee, we encourage you to contact your state legislators as well. You know, as uh, Senator Jackson said, Dad, just 20 or 30 emails are enough to catch their eye, and so we should take advantage of, uh, you know, the ease of contacting our legislators over the Internet. We can email them very quickly, and uh, we ought to let them know yeah, what that's we're one of the, That may be one of the, the advantages of the Internet that people didn't have before. You know, we can get a message out. We can fire them off in a hurry, and we ought to do that. i, I got to confess that I've probably been of the mentality, you know, uh, how much good can it do? How much good could it, could my message do? Is it even worth bothering? And Senator Jackson implies, yeah, you'll get some attention if you get some emails going. Yeah, send Senator Jackson an email, too, and let him know you appreciate him being on the virtual Bible study tonight. Well, Dad, we've had a good discussion. 
And uh, again, I want to say thank you to Senator Jackson for joining us tonight and uh, all of our listeners for joining us. We've got to be careful about the immorality and the wickedness that we see on television. It does affect us. It can uh, make us insensitive to uh, evil that's around us. We've got to make sure that we are on guard against the evil that's portrayed on television. Yeah, uh, I think we've got to take special attention, um, make a point to control the the TV in your own home. Now, we can try to influence the legislators to do their thing, but first line of defense is in your own home, and then let's do this other as well. That's right. Well, we appreciate you joining us on the program tonight. We hope you benefited from our discussion and our study of God's Word. We hope you'll make plans to be back here next week for another edition of the Virtual Bible Study, and we hope you'll tell a friend to join us as well. In the meantime, we encourage you to put God first in your life, study His inspired Word, the Bible, and live by it every day. You'll never regret it. Thanks for listening to the Virtual Bible Study, brought to you by the College View Church of Christ. The College View Church of Christ meets at 1618 Hampshire Pike in Columbia, Tennessee. If you are in the Columbia, Tennessee area, we encourage you to worship with the College View Church of Christ on Sunday mornings at 930 and on Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock. The College View Church of Christ also welcomes you to attend their Wednesday night Bible studies at 7 o'clock. If you have any questions about something that was said on tonight's broadcast or would like more information about the College View Church of Christ, please call 931-381-4567. That number again, 931-381-4567. Or for more information on the internet, visit collegeview.com. Be sure to tune into the virtual Bible study this time next Thursday for another informative study of God's Word.